Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign is off. Today we are joined by Sonoma State political scientist Dr. David McEwen. With the California recall election now behind us, focus is shifting to next year's midterm and down-ballot elections. Uh, The lead-in for those is happening right now across the country for both major political parties. Next week, for example, Virginia voters will decide whether to retain Democratic incumbent Terry McAuliffe or vote for Republican challenger Glenn Youngkin, who has been endorsed by former President Trump. So, Professor, how do you see the picture coming together for the Democrats in these uh, coming months? Well, happy Friday, Jeff and Patty. And as we move from the California recall election, where where Governor Newsom did very well in in thwarting that attempt to toss him out of office, really attention is turned to what's happening in other elections as a prelude to a warm-up, if you will, for next year in the midterm elections. It's very difficult for the in-party uh, to maintain its, its House election status, for example, in a midterm election, if the president's approval is less than 50 percent. So as Democrats have been fighting over infrastructure, as we look at what is happening with the Biden agenda and what's happening kind of at the state level, we have a number of elections next year. You have more Republican governors and Democratic governors. You have 36 seats that are up next year in 2022. And in that, in all of those races, what we're going to see is a battle royale between Democrats and Republicans. So we wanted to take a look at that with today's guests for what's happening, particularly on the Democratic side of the aisle. And we'll look at the other side of the aisle in future shows. We're going to talk more about this. We are going to turn to the KCBS Ring Central Newsline and bring in our guest. He's David Turner. He is the chief spokesman for the Democratic Governors Association. Thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. How important are next year's elections today and for next week in terms of the political fortunes for Democrats? Well, thank you very much for having me. Uh, obviously, in Virginia and New Jersey, these are critical elections. Uh, we have a incumbent in New Jersey, Governor Murphy, who's up for re-election, uh, who has done, shown tremendously on COVID, uh, and I think we see that as an advantage uh, heading into Tuesday. Uh, in Virginia, we have uh, Governor or former Governor Terry McAuliffe. Uh, Virginia has a interesting system. You can't run two times in a row, so he is actually running uh, again uh, after Governor Northam has served uh, the last four years. Um, that election is very close. It's very tight. Uh, obviously, uh, as David mentioned, the political environment has been, uh, has been, has some challenges for us as Democrats right now. But we also see, uh, evidence that things are good for us on Tuesday. One, the early vote has been up. Uh, and I think that's a, a key indicator that our, our side is more enthused than I think the narrative has coalesced around. The second thing I would point out is that, uh, the, our opponent, Glenn Youngkin, I uh, said he's proudly endorsed by uh, President Trump. And while President Trump is no longer in office, he's certainly an omnipresent force in the uh, debate in our politics right now. 
David, thanks for joining us. And one thing we've seen over the, the last several weeks is, is a divide amongst political strategists about what is best for the in-party for Democrats next year. Is it to rally the base and get out progressives, or is it to get out kind of middle-of-the-road independent voters? What will play out moving forward for Democrats, in your view, both in Virginia and Well, you know, I think it's a both-and strategy. You have to mobilize your base, and there's no question the electorate is polarized right now. And both campaigns, both the McCullough's campaign and the Youngkin campaign, are both uh, actively courting uh, the base voters to make sure we get the most people to turn out. But you also have to persuade not just independents, but also disaffected Republicans uh, to make sure that they understand you're making tangible results uh, on behalf of their family, making their families more secure and more prosperous. And I think that's something that uh, nationally uh, we need to see more of out of the Democrats in Washington. Obviously, there's been some good news and progress on the, the, the two bills that are moving forward. But the more we can do there, I think we're off Democrats in the midterms. What is your sense of how the midterms are going to play out? And specifically, do you think the Democrats have a good chance of holding on to the House? I think there's a, I absolutely think there's an opportunity to hold on the House. Look, I think if we can deliver on these um, historic investments and in infrastructure and uh, human intelligence, uh, I think that that is going to make a difference and that's going to make a real tangible difference in people's lives. And when you have actions you can point to about how you made people's lives better, um, that uh, is a great selling point uh, and something we can bring back to voters. But we got to make sure we're able to do that. I want to ask you about California's governor, Gavin Newsom. He beat back a recall attempt very strongly today, announcing that he was skipping the U.N. climate change conference in Scotland. Do you see Governor Newsom as an important player for Democrats nationally into next year? Absolutely. I think Governor Newsom uh, showed us a type of playbook that could work uh, across the country. Look, governor's races, we view them individually. They require different strategies depending on the state. But what Governor Newsom showed us is that you can, uh, you know, competent leadership and good governance is good politics. And I think that what we saw is that his uh, leadership during COVID became a selling point. And I think at the beginning of the recall, many people looked at it as something that started the recall to begin with, right? So I I believe uh, Gavin Newsom is going to be a model leader, not just in terms of political strategy, but also someone who can really help the party nationally, both through resources, both through his uh, large bully pulpit. California is obviously a huge state with a a large media presence uh, and and someone who can go and stump for people and really deliver a a critical message for Democrats. You you mentioned COVID. And and how has the pandemic changed the political messaging by Democratic office holders uh, across states? Sorry, I, I, you broke up there. You asked, oh, how did the political so message how, change? You mentioned COVID. How, how has COVID changed uh, and the pandemic changed the political messaging by Democratic office holders? Well, I would tell you, uh, particularly for governors, uh, that the message has shifted in the sense that people really know who their governors are and why they're important. They've been on the front lines of COVID. They were on uh, daily uh, press conferences on people's television sets that people watched. Uh, there's a just greater intelligence about uh, or awareness is probably a better way of putting it about what governors do and why they're important. Uh, I think that the what you've seen uh, writ large is that Democratic governors in particular have done better on outcomes when it comes to COVID. And people have responded to that. We're seeing that in New Jersey right now with Governor Murphy. He's somebody who has uh, led through science and facts, somebody who's really tried to make sure the economy gets going and revved up again. 
and uh, New Jerseyans are responding, and we expect him to, uh, you know, that will be the message that carries him through on Election Day. Well, thank you so much for joining us. That's David Turner. He's the chief spokesman for the Democratic Governors Association. We are going to talk to the Republican side, by the way, next week. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It is also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 